0: following is a podcast from Sozo, a student ministry at Victory Family Church. We meet every Wednesday from 6.30 to 8.30. For more info, check us out on Instagram at SozoYTH. You guys feeling good? Glad to be in church today. Well, if you don't know me, my name is Mariah Bagden. like Pastor Ben and Alyssa said. I am actually a graduate from our two-year ministry program called Waymaker School of Ministry here at Victory Family Church. And now I am an intern, and I just want to say it is such an honor and it is such a privilege to be able to be here with you all today. We are on week two of our series, This or That. Last week, you heard an incredible message from Pastor Ben. He was talking all about who God is, and I just encourage you, if you missed that message, please head on over to our YouTube channel, at Victory Students, and you'll be able to find all of our previous content on there as well. But today, I have a specific word, and we are talking all about forgiveness. Say forgiveness. I'm going to be unpacking three thoughts for us. And we're going to be seeing how we can walk in the power to forgive. We're going to see how we can walk in the power to forgive even in our deepest hurts and deepest wounds. But before I unpack that thought, I want to highlight some people here today. We have our Cranberry Campus here with us today. Let's give it up for our Cranberry Campus. That's us. Woo! And then we also have our Newcastle family and our online family joining as well. Thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. It's going to be a really, really great night. I also want to highlight our high school campus experiences that are being represented today. Can we give it up for our high school campus experiences? If you don't know what high school campus experiences, it is our outreach clubs that our SOZO students actually get to launch on their very own high school It's absolutely incredible. People come to Jesus, they get saved. So I'm so excited that we're about to be launching up for this new school year, and we have so many more campuses launching. So I'm just so extremely pumped for all that God is going to do within our high schools. Amen. Before I pray and get right into my message, I want to remind us quickly why we exist as a church, and it's to help all people. Everybody say all. All people realize that God loves them unconditionally and that is my hope for you today is that you would walk out of these doors walk out of the doors in Newcastle and even online with the greater understanding and a greater knowledge of God's unconditional love because I believe that it is only the love of God that truly transforms a human heart come on amen let's pray dear Heavenly Father I thank you so much for every single person under the sound of my voice I thank you, Lord that, Lord, that you have such a specific word for somebody today. I thank you, Lord, that your peace is surrounding every single person from the top of their head to their soles of their feet. That they'll be able to have an open heart and an open mind to what you have. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. And we all said, amen. If you're taking notes today, you can title this message, The Power to Forgive the power to forgive. I would like to redefine what we view as forgiveness because I I truly believe that some people walked into this room today and you've been trying really, really hard to forgive somebody. You've been trying really, really hard to let go of a certain situation. You've been trying really, really hard not to be bitter anymore. But it's like every time you think of that person, you think of that situation, you think of that memory, that those emotions start to arise, and you feel like it is impossible to let go. It is impossible to forgive. But today, I want to tell you that you can. You can forgive. You can love again. And you can let go whatever you've been hurt with. But here's the thing. It's not gonna be within your own strength, your own willpower to do it, and it won't even be within your own love. It'll be with God's strength, God's power, and God's love that you'll be able to forgive today. Our first thought for today is you can forgive because you are forgiven. You can forgive because you are forgiven. I believe the main reason to why we have such a hard time forgiving people is because we don't even know what God's forgiveness looks like. I meet people all the time, and they're Christians, and they're walking around like God is upset with them. God is mad at them, that God is withholding doing good to them because he doesn't forgive them. Today, I wanna show us how important it is to really understand what God's forgiveness looks like. I wanna show us how vital it is to know how God forgives us because I believe when we understand God's forgiveness and we know what it looks like, then that gives us the power to be able to forgive those who hurt us. Let's look to Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. It says, make allowance for each other's faults and forgive anyone who offends you. Now watch this. Remember the Lord forgave you, so you must forgive others. What I find so interesting is God didn't just say, okay, you're commanded to forgive, period. He put something before that. He said, remember. Remember. The Lord forgave you remember the Lord forgave you I believe God wants us to remember how he has forgiven us so that we can have the ability ourselves to be able to forgive I truly believe in this scripture he has made it so clear for us if you need to forgive somebody you better start remembering how I have forgiven you so let's remember Let's remember that we were dead in our sins. We were on the road to destruction. We could not save ourselves but God. But God forgave you and I, not because we did anything to deserve it, not because we could earn it, not because we went to church every Sunday, not because we read our Bibles, but because God himself was so rich in mercy, so rich in grace that he stretched his arms out on a cross displaying to you and I, that you're forgiven, that you are forgiven. And what gets me more excited is that not only does he just forgive us, but he forgives us of all of our sins. It's not half of our sins. He didn't go on the cross and just pay for partial sins or only the sins that you confess. No, he paid for all your sins. All your screw-ups, all your mistakes, all the stupid stuff that we've done. Come on. He's forgiven us of all. He's forgiven you yesterday. He's forgiven you today. And guess what? He's forgiven you tomorrow as well. His forgiveness never runs out. It's overflowing. It's always more than enough in abundance. God has forgiven you. I love how it says in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 12, and I will forgive their wickedness, and I will never again, never again remember their sins. He not only forgives us of all of our sins, but he doesn't even have a record of our wrongs. He says that he will never again remember your sins. That means that that your slate is clean. It is spotless. Your debt has been paid for. He is not holding your sins against you. It says in scripture that he's actually casted it as far as east is from the west, taking them away once and for all. I believe so strongly someone today needs to start remembering. Start remembering how radically forgiven you have been. Someone today needs to start remembering the grace that has been lavished upon your life. Someone today needs to start looking back at the cross. Because I so believe that if we would start remembering, we would have the power to forgive. It's the only way. We can have Jesus as our ultimate example, our ultimate source of forgiveness. I truly believe that. Right now, there's some faith stirring up in the room. Some eyes are being opened. You're like, my God is this good. Yes, he is this good all the time. He has forgiven you. And it gives you the power to be able to forgive. Say out loud, I am forgiven. I have the power to forgive. Our second thought for today is you can forgive because you are not a victim. You can forgive because you are not a victim. Our culture tells us if someone hurts you, if someone does you wrong, you should feel like a victim. You should walk like a victim. You should think like a victim. You should talk like a victim. That it's okay to complain, it's okay to gossip, it's okay to dwell on it and be bitter. But what I find so interesting is not one time in the word of God does God ever refer to us as a victim. Never. He actually refers to us in the complete opposite way. Romans chapter 8 verse 37, he says, in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. 2 Corinthians chapter 2 verse 14 but thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumph 1 John chapter 5 verse 4 for everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 57 but thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ Do you see the pattern here? God's not referring to you and I as a victim because of what we go through. He always refers to us as a victor, as someone who has victory. That means in every situation, in every heartache, we can have confidence that God has called us to overcome. We can have such confidence that God has told us in every single problem, in every single hurt, that we can be in victory. I believe so many times people are so hung up on this whole unforgiveness thing is because we keep seeing ourselves as a victim and not the way that God has called us to. We We see ourselves as a victim rather than seeing ourselves as an overcomer. We see ourselves defined by what's been done to us rather than what God has done for us. Sometimes when you're in so much hurt and you're in so much pain, it's so easy just to feel like a victim. But God's saying if you would just begin to behold the victory, if you would just begin to behold who I've called you to be, you can let go of that hurt. You can begin to walk in love. You can begin to walk in forgiveness. I would love for us to look at Jesus for a moment. Peter, his best friend, denied him three times. Judas, his disciple, betrayed him. He was mocked, beaten, spit upon, nails driven into his wrists, and he was crucified as an innocent man. Anybody would have looked at that situation and would have said, he's a victim. But when he rose from the dead, he not once acted like a victim. You never saw him complaining. You never had him ha- saw him having people feel bad for him. He was never bitter towards anyone. He just walked in his victory. He began to love like he was never betrayed. He began to forgive like he was never crucified. That is our God. That is our Lord. Jesus never let his circumstances alter the way that he carried himself. He carried himself as the son of God, the one who had victory, the one who raised from the dead. And I wanna challenge us today to begin to love and forgive like Jesus because we have the exact same victory. Can we see ourselves clothed as an overcomer, as one who has triumph over every single hurt, every single situation? Because I promise you, when we, can, when we can begin to see ourselves the way that God has called us to, you'll be able to walk in forgiveness. You'll be able to walk in love. You'll have the power to forgive and let go. My third and final thought for today, you can forgive and look forward to your future. This is the one I'm super excited to talk about. You can forgive and look forward to your future. I think so Oftentimes, we're holding on to the past. We're holding on to what was. We're holding on to that season of life, onto that memory. And we just, we just believe that life's never gonna be as good as it was. But this causes us to dwell so much on the past that we can't even begin to look forward to our future. When we're so focused on the past, we can't even begin to look at what God has for us. You can't even look forward to that, to that beautiful friendship that God wants to align for you because you're looking so far back at how that person hurt you. You can't even, now listen to this. Someone needs to hear this today, I don't know who it's for. You can't even look forward to that beautiful marriage that God has appointed you for because you keep looking back at that past relationship that completely broke your heart. You can't even look forward to that restoration that God wants to do within your family because you keep looking to the past. We keep looking to the past and it is absolutely stealing our joy for the future. Someone needs to hear this right now. As I was writing this message, this sentence was so strong that someone needs to hear this. I don't need, who needs to hear this? And you better write this down if it's for you. What God has up ahead for you is greater than what you lost. I don't know who that's for. What God has up ahead of you is far greater than whatever you lost. I don't know what you lost. I don't know what you're facing. But I can promise you today that God is working in the midst. He is working behind the scenes. He says that, that his plan for you is exceedingly, abundantly, above all you can ask or imagine. He just needs you to start, start looking towards it. Start trusting him. Because I promise you, if you start looking forward to the future and have your eyes on what God has for you, you'll be able to love again. You'll be able to trust again. You'll be able to forgive that person. I remember two years ago, I met this guy. It always starts out like that, doesn't it, ladies? I met this guy and it didn't go well. And I guess you could say I was a little bit bitter. Holding on to some unforgiveness. But you know, the longer that I dwelled on what was, the longer I dwelled on the past, it just caused me to be even more bitter. It stole my joy. I kept holding on to unforgiveness. It was months after, and, and, I, and I don't know why I was still bitter at him. But the moment, the moment that I found out God had a plan for me and that it was beautiful and it was better than what I lost, I was able to forgive. I was able to let go of that situation because I knew I wasn't losing out on anything. I wasn't losing out on anything because God had something better. God had something better in store. The one scripture that really, really helped me through this season was Isaiah chapter 55, verse 8 through 9. He says, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord. And my ways are far beyond anything you could imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than the earth, so my ways are higher than your ways. And my thoughts are higher than your thoughts. Someone needs to take that home with them today. His ways are higher His thoughts are greater. You see what we take into consideration when we have our thoughts and our ways? We take into consideration our emotions. We take into consideration our past, our feelings. But you know what God takes into consideration when he has his ways and his thoughts? His strength and his power to do for you what you can never do. That's what God takes into consideration. God is so much bigger than you think so much bigger. I believe some people today came to church just to hear that. That God has something so amazing for you that you can be able to let go. He's got you. He's got you. Your future is bright. You can forgive. You can let go. You don't have to hold on anymore. As we wind down, I don't know who's told you that time will heal, but I can tell you that time does not heal. Truth heals. God says in his word that it's the truth that shall set you free. And I truly believe that today you just heard the truth. The truth over every single hurt, every single wound, and healing is going on right now. There's some wounds, there's some grudges that have been going on for years and 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 now you've known the truth that you can forgive because you've been forgiven. You can forgive because you're not a victim. You can forgive because you have a beautiful future. As the worship team comes up behind me and we're getting ready to go into a next song, I wanna tell us where we go from here all right, Mariah, I know that I'm supposed to forgive because God's forgiven me and I'm not a victim and I have a beautiful future, but what do I do now? Newcastle, you guys are also gonna be going into worship. In this moment, when we go back into worship, I want us to do one thing from here, just one. I want us to encounter God. It's so simple. I just want us to encounter him. I want you to have an actual, a a personal meeting with the very one who I've just been speaking about. The one who has forgiven you, the one who says that you have victory, and the one who says you have a beautiful future. I want you right now, when we go into worship, for you to have an encounter with him. What does that look like? Just lifting up your hands and saying, God, what do you want to say to me? I want to meet with you today. And I promise you, I promise you, he will meet you. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for every single person under the sound of my voice here, the Cranberry campus, the Newcastle campus, and online. I thank you, Lord, so much that you see what is concerning them. And you have a personal invitation with them today. That they'll begin to understand how overwhelming your forgiveness is. How overwhelming your love is. How much you are so crazy about them. That they have such an amazing victory. That they have such an amazing hope. That they would be able just to let go of their past. Whatever it looks like. They'll be able to let go because they see you. They see their king. see their Lord. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Newcastle, you guys can take over your campus.